Welcome back. COVID-19 continues to show an acute impact nationally on the rental market. According to the latest CoreLogic data on rental listings, the report shows pain points worsening in most inner city areas. Joining us to talk about this, Eliza Owen from CoreLogic. Eliza, just how bad is it? So nationally, we've seen that the rental conditions are starting to ease. Total rent listings were down about 10% uh, over the month. Uh, when when we look at uh, our rental listings in the 28 days to the 9th of August. But we're still seeing massive pain points around inner city markets. If we look at um, inner Sydney uh, and inner Melbourne, we've seen that the uplift in stock has been about 50% in those regions. And as a result, asking rents have come down about 10%. We're also seeing some pain around Uh, inner city uh, Brisbane as well. So the rental listing uplift there has been about 10% since the start of the pandemic. Rents have seen a fall, a a little more mild than what we've seen in inner city Sydney and Melbourne. So rents across inner city Brisbane are down about 6%. So we've seen some of the largest rental markets have had a, a big uplift in stock since the pandemic. Um, It looks like the uplift in stock has sort of passed its peak and it's starting to ease, but there is still this massive overhang of supply going on in those markets. Are you able to put a percentage term on on where you think, um, you know, rents, how how far they'll be impacted, Eliza? I think when it comes to the inner city market, given that we are starting to see uh, listings have have peaked, uh, but they're still sitting very high, Um, I think that rents have further to fall, potentially around 15% in inner city Sydney and Melbourne. Over time, I think it will start to be offset by people maybe in more fringe areas of the CBD um, looking for uh, more quality stock or, or, sorry, on the fringe of the metropolitan looking to get to more convenient areas. So that's one mitigating factor. The big thing, though, is going to be that these areas that are seeing the biggest uplift in stock are areas that have uh, traditionally housed new overseas migrants. It's not really until international borders open up that we're going to see that um, demand supporting uh, a lot of that stock. Given that it's in a city in uh, Sydney, Melbourne, and and you've mentioned there even Brisbane, uh, I guess we're looking largely at unit developments here? Yeah, so these are really unit developments. They're big investor markets. In fact, if we look at the regions that have seen uh, an uplift in stock, so we measure as SA4 regions, which are these um, regional areas used by the ABS. That's uh, how we um, divide up the regions. And there are about 88 of them across the country. Mm. We've only seen uh, 10 regions see an uplift in rental stock since the pandemic. But those 10 regions represent about 30% of Australia's total rental market. Yeah. So that just speaks to how much of an investor kind of concentration they have. And a lot of it is uh, apartment dwellings as well. Uh, you mentioned there Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. What about some of the regional areas? Uh, I understand Gold Coast is also impacted in Queensland. So as a whole, the Gold Coast rental market is relatively steady. And as we would expect seasonally, um, the uh, rental stock has come down because rent, rent stock is usually highest at the beginning of the end of the year. But there are markets within the Gold Coast, so namely surface paradise, Um, We've seen an uplift in rents there of about 40%, and that's having a 
um, downward um, effect on rents as well. So we see rents falling across the region. And again, it's tied to a lack of overseas visitation mainly. Sydney and Melbourne, um, just comparing those two markets, I suppose you can throw Brisbane into the mix as well. Uh, what about the Melbourne market, given that it's largely in lockdown, people aren't moving around? Um, can you talk to what impact that might be having or is that showing up in the numbers in any way? Yeah, so what's really interesting is that as Melbourne has moved into a stage four lockdowns, rent listings have actually come down. Um, I might have expected them to increase given that um, if we have people losing their jobs in, say, uh, hospitality and, and tourism and, and things like that, that those people working in the industries might have to move back home or, or consolidate households to save rental costs. So I would have expected off the back of that rental listings would rise. What we're actually seeing is that um, across Melbourne generally, rental listings have come down. And I think that that could be because either landlords are sort of wanting to wait before trying to rent their properties and, and see if conditions improve, or if it's just the physical limitation of trying to show people through property and, and, and transact and, and market property and things like that. So, I mean, that will sort of help keep rents a bit stable. But I would say that once those restrictions are lifted, we'll probably see some of that stock come onto the market and, and landlords trying to remarket some of that stock. Mm. Are you projecting uh, that the stock increases are, are going to continue into the near future or do you think they're going to plateau a bit? Um, I think for Melbourne, it will be a case of once restrictions lift and people can market property again, we'll probably see an initial uplift. And that's just a fallout from the economic conditions that come with people not being able to um, spend money and work in uh, sectors like hospitality. However, over the longer term, like any downturn, we will see a cyclical correction. We'll see eventually landlords will withdraw from the market. Um, we'll see people maybe just not, not bothering to let. Um, and we'll probably see people who have traditionally lived in areas further from the city might decide to, you know, might be attracted by the cheaper rents. So those things are going to help correct the rental market over the over time. The big thing that's going to make a change to the rental market is the opening of international borders. But of course, we know that that's probably not going to happen until at least 2021. So for investors who are in the market in those inner city markets, especially, um, I think it's going to be a, a tough story for a while. Eliza, thank you very much for your insights. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.